the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. I'll tell you what, it's tough to do broadcast while you're watching the Cardinals game. First inning, 0-0 zero, zero right now. Hey, uh, how you doing? Uh, big shout out to you. <laughs> of course, howdy. Hey, howdy, hi there. Hey, hello. Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three and Triple J. I love you. What a magnificent day outside. Gee, many Christmas, I love the day. But you got the Cardinals playing San Diego. I guess it's in San Diego because it don't look like Bush Stadium to me. Anyway, 0-0. Zero, zero. We'll see what happens first day of the playoffs. Ed Wheatley will be on here. He knows baseball inside it out. He has written three books on the Cardinals. He knows the game. He will be here to tell us what is going on right just short of 6 o'clock because then we'll know what the score is as the Cardinals Start up in the playoffs. I'm just looking at what's coming up here. It's going to be, man, a jam-packed show. It's going to be good. Ed Martin's coming in for his conservative take on uh, the event last night, known as the debate. And then going to add a new player to Smash Daily, and that's Mark Kaysen. Mark Kaysen, very well-renowned fellow here as far as the liberal side of things is concerned. And so he's going to come on. And he's going to talk up the liberal side. But I ain't going to put them together, the buttheads, because I don't want to hear nobody screaming and yelling like these idiots last night. Now, it all started with a stupid, stupid intro because they knew they didn't want to shake hands. They didn't want to do that smiley, smiley like all these politicians do at the beginning of these kind of debates, walking up to each other and, oh, Bob, how you doing? And all that kind of stuff. Biden comes out. You'll hear it in a second. Hey, man, how you doing? That kind of crap. It's like, dang, gone it. Why? Then they started screaming at each other. Here they come. Getting to their podiums. How you doing, man? Look at that. Anyway. Oh, God. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or... Packing the court. Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let Vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know no, you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question is, the question is, the question is, who is on your list, Joe? 
This Who's is on your so right, gentlemen. Is, I think this we've is ended so this. unprecedented. The court. We have end, oh, no, no. not going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was about as stupid as it could have started. But I guess it could have started stupider because it got really stupider. Now, so why don't you get up there and debate? I wish they'd have given me the chance. Because when it comes to debating, whether I know the subject or not, I'm a baller. That's just me thinking out loud. Thinking maybe a little too highly of myself. Anyway, so these guys, all I wanted was some intellectual presentation of what the issues were and how you're going to deal with them instead. These guys are just stupidly just shouting at each other and you don't get any, any kind of information out of it. The last four years you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan yes, to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I give got you rid an of the I'm individual gonna, finish, mandate. I'm give you Excuse an me. I got I, rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. That is comprehensive plan. That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Sir, Chris, that was the worst part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, mandate I, was the most unpopular Vice aspect Pre- of Obamacare. President, I got rid of it. I'd like and to, we will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator patients. of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer Go your ahead. question. Go ahead. First of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. That's what it came down to. And I tell you what, this guy, Chris Wallace, the son of Mike Wallace, the well-renowned and well-respected journalist, this guy, Chris Wallace, last night, Became a joke. Terrible. Terrible. That guy was terrible. Well, he couldn't corral him. He didn't know what to do. It was like two horses who were just running wild, and they broke out of the stable, and they're on the open field, and how can you corral them? You can't because they're out of the corral. Oh, daggone it. Now, next time that they have their debates, they're going to have mute switches. So the moderator, whoever that's going to be, it's going to be this guy I think is from... MSNBC, I'm thinking. Anyway, the moderator, moderator's going to have a mute switch. So if somebody's going too crazy, he can mute the button. And when the button mutes, you ain't going to hear Trump going nuts. You ain't going to hear Biden going nuts. The mute switch is going to take him out. Now, that's good and that's wrong because you all let these guys go. But the problem is when they go, they're talking on top of each other. In the radio business, it's called talking, talking on top of each other. You can't talk on top of each other because nobody knows what anybody's saying because everyone's talking at the same time. Doggone it. I was just disappointed last night. I thought I was going to see something. The president came off looking like a, a bully. Biden over there came off looking like just... You know, I think what he did was I, I think he kind of suckered the Republicans, Biden, because he played dumbass for a while staying in his basement. And he came out and one of Trump's stratagems was to get Biden riled up, I believe. They couldn't get it, couldn't get it to happen. Couldn't get Biden to break and, and start stuttering, and do all that stuff Biden was doing, at least out of his basement. Now that he's out of his basement, he handled himself last night. If I had to give it to Trump or Biden, I wouldn't give it to either of them. Because they're both a travesty to what this whole deal is. 
as far as purveying what you need to purvey to America. So America can cast the vote that you're urging America to cast. But how can you cast a vote when you dumbasses are talking on top of each other and nobody understands what nobody's saying? And thus, there is no conclusion. And thus, I can't make a determination as a citizen. And thus, I ain't voting. In other news. Oh, God. I mourn this as, as, as the day goes on here, Smash Daily. Because I know Ed Martin's got something to say. And I know that Mark Kaysen's got something to say. That's going to be good. So Ed Martin will be here in about 10, 15 minutes. Then Mark will be on right at about 510. So I'm going to have both sides covered. All right. So nobody says, well, Smash, you, you straddle the fence, man. You're a puss. You don't uh, really. Uh, I'm not a puss. I know. All right. I know what I'm doing. You don't know what I'm doing. In other news, a uh, happy birthday to whoever it's birthday. But one of the biggest people in the history of the biggest people passed away a day or two ago. And this lady changed everything with one song. And I'm talking about Helen Reddy. Passed away, I think she's sick, was 77 78 years old. But boy, with that song, I Am Woman, she changed up everything. Everything. Women's Live came to the fore. Feminism came to the fore. Women's Power. Oh, I know they had the suffragettes and all that. That's wonderful. But as far as my generation was concerned, well, here's the the, the movie. The movie, they had a movie on it. Last year, 2019. If you want to make it as a singer, America is where you need to be. I'm being paid less than the band. So they're men. they got families to feed. Well, I've got a family to feed. My mother tells me I have to choose between career and marriage. I tell her we can have both. <laughs> From now on, no one will tell us what we can and can't do. Miss Reddy, you sing. You sing very nicely. But male groups all the rage right now. You've heard of the Beatles, right? Did it ever occur to you meant to ask women what they want to listen to? Ellen, she's tapped into something here. Remember that march in New York and how many women showed up to that? Bunch of record sales marching down the street. I am woman, hear me roar in numbers too big to ignore. Kind of angry. It's man-hating. Jeff, you okay with this? What are you doing? You want to lose your recording contract? This is more than just a song to me. The winner is Helen Reddy. And I would like to thank God because she makes everything possible. I want to thank God she makes everything possible. I remember that very well. I saw that. Nine number one U.S. singles. Of course, I am woman. Hear me roar. There's my feminine side speaking. I didn't see the movie. I don't know if anybody did. But I tell you what, this lady changed everything with that song. That's a power song. I'm surprised. Personal opinion, of course. We ain't seen that song redone. All right, because 
there's a whole new verbiage to it as far as today's modern society is concerned. So right now, as we always start out the smash daily with a song, here it be. Bravo to Helen Reddy for all she did with one song. Bravo for what you did for women. Femininity. Salute. She passed away a couple days ago. 78 years old was Helen Reddy. Going to come back in a moment here. And my man Ed Martin is going to be on here with the conservative side of things as to how that thing went last night. And right now, though, I got to tell you, I don't know what inning it is, but I know it's early. In the first game of the playoffs for the St. Louis Cardinals, San Diego 0, St. Louis Cardinals 4.
Back with more Smash Daily after this. All right, things have changed early in the game. I can't see that far as to what inning it is, but the score is St. Louis 4, now San Diego 1, all right? You have been informed. I tell you what, what I'm seeing, though, is just St. Louis tearing San Diego apart this early on in the game. That's what you want to do in your fight against mold and mildew. Bravo, smash. Teach the kids. Teach the children well. That, kids, was smash. School of Broadcasting, Lesson 608-9. Know how to segue from one particular subject into the subject you must purvey next. And in doing so, not only be entertaining, but be informed. Smash School of Broadcasting, Lesson 608-9. Environmental resources, that's what I'm talking about. Out there in Wood River. They take care of all that stuff. Asbestos removal, mold and mildew removal, all kinds of things that they do. The main thing that they do is enhance your life because you ain't going to be sick and or you ain't going to be as sick no more. All right? Because they got that that asbestos. You get yourself one of them old houses with the good bones and all that. You got that stuff floating in the air possibly. Possibly. I ain't saying it is. I said possibly. You got to find out. That's why you call 618 618- 4719019 That is Environmental Resources. Abram Henson will come to the house. It's a family operated business. His family's been doing this for decades. And he will give you the estimate on what it's going to take to clean up your house as far as the asbestos is concerned, as far as the mold and mildew is concerned. He's going to give you that estimate free of charge. No obligation, all right? So you can get the estimate, find out what's right or wrong about your house. Then you go about it as you want. But if you got the man there and he knows what's up with your house, you probably ought to think about, well, seriously think about letting him clean it up because they know how to do that, all right? They take all that stuff and they take it far away from here, dump it into almost like another land where dinosaurs and lizards and everything just roam around and stuff and no one. In the civilized world, sees it. And then that mold and mildew becomes a primordial ooze that will someday regenerate this planet. But that's for another commercial. Once again, Environmental Resources 618 471 9119. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Thank you. 
magnificent version of this song. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Now, I'm trying to get hold of Ed Martin here. Don't worry about me. Totally in control. I will now go to the phone. It's man versus machine, but I, Sir Smashington, my predecessors, my ancestors were the ones who invented the phone, not Alexander Graham Bell, the actual inventor, but it was the minds of the conglomerate that put the invention together so that I could call Ed Martin and say, Ed, what was your take on last night? And with that in mind, you didn't even hear my fingers do the walking. All right? I got it covered right here. So I will now go to the phone and I will find Eduardo, are you there, sir? I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've been waiting. <laughs> I was, I'm actually, Smash, I was going to tell you, I'm with John Schlafly these days. Oh, He's in Washington, D.C. And, of yeah. course, he grew up in Alton, yeah. Illinois, right up the hill there nice. where Phyllis Schlafly raised her family. So he was he was so excited to hear I was on three days in a row yeah. uh, in Alton. So great to be with you. Yeah, what a debate, huh? What a well, debate. Holy that, cow. That was something. You know, a lot of people were kind of angered at the, at the debate because both of the Candidates really didn't show all that much of a good side to themselves. Yeah. So you can make yep. the right kind of a choice. And, you know, I understand that you're, you're on the right and that's uh-huh. the angle yeah. that you go at. it. But I, I got to fire this off at you because I thought that in this part of the dialogue that, uh, you know, it's one of the things that I really hate is that the press, the liberal side, will not give the president the opportunity to be the president. And that's because they're fostering things like this. I'm going to play the clip for you. You know where I'm talking about. Here we go. People out there need help. But why didn't I you do it over 20, the no, last no, no, 25 wait, years? No, because you weren't president. Why did you do it over because the last Because you weren't president years. screwing no, no, things no, no. up. You were a senator. And you're the, the worst way, president vice, America has hey, ever had. Hey, hey Come Joe, on. Let, me, let me just tell you, Joe. I've done more in, in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. See, I thought that we we're going to have a debate on the issues, and then you got these guys. You know, you got Biden over there. You're the worst president we ever had. It's kind of like we understand every president for somebody is the worst president you ever had, but he's over here playing with the angle for the populace that is listening yeah. that really doesn't have an acumen towards this. Yeah, but listen, here's the here's the takeaway I had. I agree. But when I watched it, I was cringing, too, in a little bit because I had forgotten what the debates were like, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd forgotten even Trump's persona in the debate. He's the bull in the China shop. He's yeah. going to push and pull. He's he's going to be on offense the whole dang time. So I'd forgotten that. You know, it'd been a couple of years. But here's the reality. Uh, Joe Biden got down in the mud in a street fight with a New Yorker who likes a street fight. I mean, mm-hmm. in other words, Joe Biden has been running his campaign from his basement saying, I'm a nice old guy. I got lots of experience. Aren't a good guy. And Trump dragged him down into a street brawl and and Biden went for it. He called him. He said, shut up. Now, my grandmother, God rest her soul, she would have given you a hard slap to the back of your <laughs> head, head right. if you said shut up. Right. Especially right. In, on, in public on a stage. Yes. And so you had that one. You had you're a clown. You had, uh, as you said, the other one. So I, look, I don't think Trump was perfect. I think he he didn't use some opportunities to to cut some things off, like the stupid white supremacy argument, yeah. some of these other things. But in general, what he did was he took Biden down into the mud because remember, in five weeks you don't get to pick: can I have a really cool, responsible dude, or can I have a really bright? It's two: Uncle Joe, who looked old and tired and bitter and down in the mud. Or you know, dominating, obnoxious Trump, and you know, someone said, make a choice: old or obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And I think Americans kind of are used to obnoxious, and I think that's what Trump's banking on. So you can't ask somebody to be something he's not, and I think that's what Trump was doing. 
Well, to me, this was obnoxious. You mentioned it, but I'm going to play it here. You agreed with Here's Bernie Sanders to the manifesto. The whole idea. Let, let him. There it. is no manifesto, number Please one. Please let him speak, Mr. Number President. Number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. How, uh, folks, absolutely folks agreed do you have any idea what this clown's doing? So yeah. He's calling the president a clown. I understand that. But, you know, I thought to myself, I understand if you don't like the guy and all this, but isn't there a decorum in this kind of situation that you must have, not for the man, but at least for the chair, the chair being the presidency? Yeah. Well, I look, I think, um, you know, someone said earlier today, I saw him say it wasn't a debate. It was a, you know, made for a TV, you know, kind of reality <laughs> show uh, right. rumble. And I, whatever it is, Trump knows how to play it. He know again, he knows how to how to get people reacting, you know, Biden's reacting. Remember, Trump ran, ran for president against like nine or ten of the more talented people in, in Republican Party, you know, but yeah. Rubio and Jeb Bush and all these people right. that were supposed to be good. But you see, they were good, like Biden was, at the kabuki theater version mm -hmm. of this uh, political uh, game. The, Trump doesn't play that. Trump says, I ain't doing kabuki theater. I'm doing smash mouth, punch you in the face, and yeah. let's see how it goes, Peter. And that's what he was doing. Yeah. Let's go to some of the questions that uh, were asked and or answered or at least responded to. Let's put it that way instead. And by the way, this Chris Wallace, man, he, you know, he was what was called at one time a respected journalist. And he turned into a joke last night. And I ain't saying this in any kind of political angle or anything, but isn't he, if he's working for Fox News, isn't he supposed to have kind of a lean towards Trump? And he's kind of like... I understand, you know, he's got to play both sides and all that, but it was kind of like he was shutting up the president when the president had a retort to what Joe Biden purported, and in that, the president didn't get to say what the truth was, at least according to him. Yeah, look, I mean, I think I think what we saw with Chris Wallace was he was trying to— uh, President Trump was supposed to be the big debater, right? And he was supposed to be failing and flailing. Right. And so I think he was trying to even it out a little bit, but it certainly came across, like you said, that he was putting his thumb on the scale. Even some of the questions, the way he asked the question about the, the, the Charlottesville fine people yeah. hoax, the way yeah. he asked the question about uh, some of the other, you know, the, the climate change, he seemed to be putting his thumb on the scale. I, you know, again, Trump doesn't mind. He does the he does the he does the, he does the rumble he does the rumble he does the rumble uh, Trump does of like the battle. He he kind of likes. It. He says, "Oh, it's two on one. Okay, let's go." And uh, but uh, yeah, look, I think Chris Wallace was uh, he was um, doing his thing to create uh, a balance, and he went too far towards Biden because everybody expected Biden to stumble and do terribly, mm -hmm. and I think right. he did fine. You know, I tell people, smash. You know, I bet you Stan Musial when he was sixty-five, he could still hit a pretty straight fast because it was muscle memory. He had done mm -hmm. it so well, so mm -hmm. great. If you're 47 years in the swamp, you can do a swamp kabuki theater for 90 <laughs> minutes, clearly. And I think right. uh, Joe Biden showed that. Day. Now the question is, will there be a second debate? If there is, what will it look like? I mean, can yeah. Biden do it again? Uh, but I don't think many votes changed last night at all. And I think um, one wild card smash is he, uh, Trump was able to get Biden to denounce AOC and yeah. the Gang of Three denounce Bernie Sanders, say I beat Bernie Sanders right. badly, all this kind of stuff. Is it possible the left looks up and says, man, you said you'd be for the Green New Deal. Now you threw us under the bus. Yeah. Maybe we'll just wait around for four more years and get our own gal in or guy mm -hmm. in, you know? Yeah. Did you think that uh, he had a good response as far as 
This is concerned. I'm going to play it for you right now. When it's done, we'll come back to you. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place. It's a racist place. And they were teaching people to hate our country. Just he's oh, the you, racist. You, you just don't. Know. Here's the deal. I, I know a lot more about you this. Don't know. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. One in 1,000 African-Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And President Trump, you have two minutes. Why should Americans trust you over your opponent to deal with racism? We did a crime bill, 1994, where you call them super predators, African-Americans, the super predators, and they've never That's forgotten it. it. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats, and in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it. So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to go off the front part of this. And this is something yeah. that bothered me. And I ain't saying this in a racist way, but uh, some may say. But there's something that bothered me. And maybe you might be able to straighten me out. At the beginning of this, Biden said that talked about one out of a thousand people that had the black uh, that had the the Corona death COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, w- was a black person. One out of a thousand. All right. So that's unfortunate. That's un- just a tragedy. But how about the other nine hundred ninety nine people? Who are they? <laughs> Exactly. Who are exactly. they? Who are they? Yeah. You didn't speak to that. Well, huh? and, uh, yeah, no, look, I mean, uh, this is one of the greatest, um, this is one of the greatest injustices of this period when we look back on it. The media has tried to say Donald Trump is racist. They've, I, I look, Smash, you and I know a lot of famous people. You know more than me, but you know famous people. <laughs> if you get a famous person, you can pick up from people around them, whether he's a philanderer or a racist or, a, you know, anti-Semite, you get the word out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever brought forth someone, not, 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 one, not one caddy at a golf club, not one valet, yeah. not one accountant who is black, not one waiter who said, Trump said this to me. They've never done it. And so Trump's, Trump's policies are never hyphenated American. They're just American. Mm -hmm. If you're American, he's sad they died. Mm -hmm. If you're American, he wants more jobs. If you're American, he wants to stop the Chinese screwing us on trade and fentanyl. And here's Biden saying all this time, the one party in America that is racist is the Democrat Party. They hyphenate it. You can't be a white man and be vice president. It's got to be a black woman. By the way, Biden has said the next pick on the Supreme Court will be, if Biden is president, not the best candidate, but the black woman he can find. Now, there may be the greatest jurist in the country is a black woman, but I want a guy who says, give me the best. Give yeah. me the dang best. And that's what Trump wants. Trump wants, if they're women, now he, he, he likes good-looking women. If they're, if they're men, he likes tough men, right? But he doesn't say, give me just the hyphenated Americans. So I think, by the way, that's a lie about the thousand, one in a thousand. I think he's wrong on it. Yeah, but even I if it so. is, the idea he used the word killed, as if anyone who's sane can say that the president is responsible for death. You can say you should have done better, you should have been more serious, whatever, but you didn't kill them. I, even, even I don't do that. Yeah. You know, and say, oh, Obama killed people because of Ebola. That was Obama's. So that's this typical thing. It's lazy. And here's the thing Americans know, and I'm glad you asked me this. On November 4th, Smash, I'm coming on your show. I'm yeah. going to say, here's why it was a landslide. The landslide, New York Times two days ago, a, a lesbian woman said, I'm voting for Trump. 
because I just don't believe the other guys. Now, the lesbian, the gay people are supposed to be with the Democrats, right? They go hyphenate American. But the lesbian woman said, I just think Trump is more straight up. He's fighting for us. Yeah, he's a little this or that. African-American men, they're looking up and they're saying, I'm getting my, do- my doors kicked in by life, and I got a, a, a Democrat Party that's lecturing that they're going to help black women, but not me, not a black man. Hispanic men and women, they're like, hey, all we want is jobs. Indian Americans, see, Trump doesn't do this, but Indian American people, they disproportionately have businesses. And what they want is government off their back. And they're going saying, that guy's on my side. Americans want the captain for Team America. That's Trump, not this dividing stuff. But it's a typical Democrat move. They point the other guy and say, you're dividing. It's not him. It's you guys that are doing this. Yeah. Let me uh, just let everybody know that Ed Martin has a fantastic newsletter that comes out every morning, comes right into your inbox. It's called the Pro-America Report. How do people get that, Ed? At ProAmericaReport.com. If you go to ProAmericaReport.com, there's a block to sign up, and you'll get it. No no charge, no nothing. Just uh, your email address, and we'll send it Monday through Friday, as you point out, 8 a.m. Central Time in your inbox. Let's go to this last statement right here. Will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair election, I am 100 percent on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. The fact is, I will accept it. And he will, too. You know why? Because once the winner is declared after all the all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted. That'll be the end of it. One of the things about Joe Biden, he had a calm to him in a way, and yeah. and Trump had a fire to him. It's kind of like, well, yeah. do you want the fire? You just want the embers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I mean, I think, I look, Biden practiced. He got ready. I mean, he looked yeah. at looking at the camera thing. He was looking at the camera. It was powerful. Listen, on this question, it's utterly unreasonable for a normal person to hear the facts and not accept Trump's answer. Yeah. Trump's answer was, I'll accept it if it's a if it's a fair election, mm-hmm. but if it's chaos, why would I say that's okay? It's like saying, you know, Al Franken got elected to the U.S. Senate, and Norm Coleman on election night had more votes. They found a box of uh, ballots in the trunk of a car, and they counted them, and and then and, Nor- and Al Franken won. And everybody said that was wrong. Well, you, you mean you, you, to say you're not going to object? And here's what we know: in America, there are five states that have done mail-in ballots, ballots where you just get a ballot in your mail. They've done it for like six or seven years. They work fine. In 20-plus states this year, for the very first time, those states are mailing millions of ballots. You're hearing the stories now. They've invited this recipe, all Democrats. They've invited, they put in place a recipe for disaster. And I guarantee you on election night, even if it's a landslide, I think it will be, you're going to have stories. They're going to, CNN's going to say, we have a problem in Philadelphia. This could go on for days. Right. And here's a little trick, Smash. Watch this. Yeah. In the old days... The media would say, based on exit polls and analysis of data, we call the race. And that would be part of the, as Biden said, when it's all counted, we call the race. Now the media is going to say, we're not calling the race. We're going to drag this thing out. We're going to say, well, we're looking at the data, but there could be mail-in ballots that haven't arrived yet. The, The judge said they could arrive three days after the election. We better wait. And you know why? Because they want the viewers to be amped up and stay watching CNN. Breaking news, November 10th, uh, some ballots were mailed in, and it looks like it may have changed. And you're saying, man, this is bad for America. And Trump is saying, I'm not going to say now. And and by the way, same thing that Hillary said four years ago. She said, I'm not going to say now if there's chaos. I'm not going to say ahead of time. I mean, these people are frauds. But look, let's hope that somehow we get 
a big enough election that everybody says, hey, this thing is over. But I'm telling you, look, Joe Biden's team has a thousand lawyers. They're litigating cases now and they're promising on election night to file lawsuits. And there's plenty of Obama appointed judges right now who are changing the rules and saying we'll extend this thing. So, you know, my problem is they're messing with the heart of America. We we've always had peaceful transition and I think we will. But um, but I think Trump's right to say, hey, what's the deal here? That is Ed Martin from his side of the side. That guy is the man right there. Bravo to you, buddy. Oh, well, I appreciate you taking these three days to come on here, man. Very kind I of I enjoy you. it, Smash. I'm a big fan of yours, and uh, and especially your listeners. Uh, appreciate Alton, and anytime you want, I'll be on. All right. I thank you very much. That's Ed Martin. We'll have more with Ed as the days do go on here. Here we go now. This land is yours. Smash with you right here. Just want to turn you on to something you probably need at one point in time or another. That's a good listing agent as far as your home is concerned. That's a good real estate agent as far as buying a new home is concerned. You got a house to sell. You want to make sure that it does go on the market correctly. You got to make sure that it's represented on all the media spaces correctly. And you got to make sure it's priced correctly. And the folks who know how to do that in this area, out there in Godfrey, I'm talking about Landmark Realty with my, with Matt Horn. And, and you can find them at GodfreyLandmark.com. GodfreyLandmark.com. Phone number 618-466-1513. Now, what I'm turning you on to is when it's time to list that house, you're saying, well, you know, the kids are gone. We're going to downsize a little bit. And, you know, you can call Landmark Realty, and they can take both sides, representing the buyer, representing the seller, all right? Because it's a whole different kind of angle. They know how to do that stuff within, of course, the law. So when you want to list, you list with a leader. When you list with a leader, you think Landmark Realty. They're here to help. They can handle the single-family home. They can handle residential lots and land, condos, townhouses, that kind of lifestyle, commercial buildings, farm, multifamily homes. They got it all covered. 30 people working for you to make sure your thing runs right so that that house, when you want to sell it, quickly sells. That house, if you see it on their website, GodfreyLandmark.com, and you say, you know what, I'm going to call Matt Horn. I'm, I, I want to go see that house for real. Because it looks good in the pictures and everything. So it's like, yeah, get me there. I want to see that thing. And then you make your offer if indeed you do like that house. And it's all taken care of because these folks know how to do that paperwork. So it's a no-hassle type of thing. And when you're there at the website, GodfreyLandmark.com, check out the homes by email. These are all the new listings. As soon as they hit the market, it came right to your email. So not a bad deal. But if it's real estate time, Check out what they got for you. They got houses from every financial angle. I mean, every. It don't matter. Got houses for $49,000. Beautiful. And then, of course, they go up to way beyond that. So you got to call Matt Horn. Let him take care of you, all right? 
618-466-1513 for Landmark Realty. Now, I am going to say we had another death and inform you on that because a little bit earlier, we had Helen Reddy passed away a day or so ago. And she was like 78 years old. Helen Reddy, of course, I am woman, hear me roar. Yeah, I don't know the rest of it. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble. I got some, you know, some... From the the 70s, I got some words that are not the actual lyrics to the song. <laughs> I remember our response back then, but man, she was a landmark, talking about landmark realty. There's another great artist who passed away. It was yesterday, I do believe, if, if not this morning. And that's Mac Davis. Now, Mac Davis, he had his own show there for a while, and he was well-renowned as far as being an artist, performer is concerned, but he was a great songwriter. And yeah, he sang his own songs. And he sang, he wrote songs that other people took and made into big, big hits. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Another one of his great songs. But this, to me, was the best and greatest song that Mac Davis ever did write and or put out. Elvis had the biggest hit whatsoever with this song, but it was written by this young man, Mac Davis, dead now at 77 years of age. Rest in peace, young man. As the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morning A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mama cries Cause if there's one thing she don't need It's another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto People don't you understand The child needs a helping hand And you are gonna be an angry young man someday Take a look at you and me Are we too blind to see Or do we simply turn our heads And look the other way Well the world turns Hungry little boy with the running nose Plays in the street as the cold wind blows In the ghetto And his hunger burns So he starts to roam the streets at night And he learns how to steal And he learns how to fight in the ghetto And then one night in desperation The young man breaks away He buys a gun, steals a car Tries to run, but he don't get far And his mama cries As a crowd gathers round An angry young man face down in the street With a gun in his hand in the ghetto And as her young man dies On a cold and gray Chicago morning Another little baby child is born In the ghetto And his mama cries 